0: When I was a kid if you were to ask me what was the least boring Sunday of the church year I would have said at the top of my list Palm Sunday. Why? Because of these things here and you know most of you know what these are. They're palms. They were given out um, when you first came into church in the morning for that Palm Sunday service and uh, if you look at them they're sharp on the edges and pointy at the top and they were the ultimate uh, destruction and uh, the ultimate fighting weapon when put in the hands of a seven-year-old boy i remember uh, sitting in church with my brother and the first thing we would do after we were sitting is within about a moment or so when no one was paying attention we'd use them to whack each other back and forth um, and they were great tools for that Uh, they were great tools for Once you got kind of tired of hitting each other, uh, we would take them and then just in a very stealthy way start to reach out and see if we could either tickle the ear of some old lady sitting in front of us or move her hair and like ninjas, move it back real quick before they could see what was going on. Uh, The built-in thrill of it was the danger of seeing who would be the first uh, to get caught by my father. Uh, My father was the guy who didn't put up with any nonsense in church. And whoever got caught my dad would look at him if you've ever seen a wolf at night with that red in their eyes that that was my dad and he would look at him and he would just lowly in a low voice snarl saying when i get you home i'm gonna take that palm and i'm going i won't finish because he was a sailor and he could talk about torturing children in very colorful ways Um, not much has changed Uh, As a pastor, I see kids, once they come in here with these things, they're doing the same thing, tickling each other's ears and whacking one another. Um, That's what you do when you don't know what they're there for. It wasn't until I went to seminary, really, uh, and started to study the Bible that I began to realize that, that these were used for more than something than just whacking one another around. So this morning... I thought we would use this morning to talk about this day of the first day of Holy Week that we celebrate called Palm Sunday. In fact, um, you know, maybe one of the advantages of not being here today is, yeah, you won't get a chance to have a palm. And so you can keep your attention and really learn what they use for other than uh, whacking one another. Um, we're going to look at... Uh, Matthew chapter 21 this morning but before we do there's a principle I want to just kind of uh, reveal to you that I think applies to this story this event and to a lot of other events and stories of the Bible that um, I think it's a principle that if we can latch on to it can help us as we study the scriptures, and as we seek to know God's will. And th- the principle uh, is simply this. When you understand why something has done been done for you, it can change the way that you look at the world around you. Let me say it again. When you can understand why something has been done for you, it can change the world around you, especially when it has to do with God. Because any time that God Does something in our lives anytime that he does something in human history, it is always for the purpose. Of changing us and changing how we see the world around us. It's for the purpose of helping us to see what we couldn't see before. To see all of the possibilities. To see all the new realities. To see what God would have us to see that we might be transformed and become who he has created us to be in Christ Jesus. And think about it as, um, as a parent with a child. You, know, you can have a, a dad who goes to work and he, he takes a second job and so he's not around a lot. And when he can, he'll go to his son's uh, baseball games, but most of the time he can't over time his son makes the conclusion that yeah my dad doesn't care like other dads care but as he grows up and he becomes a man and he graduates from college and gets his first job and things are going well he begins to realize yeah the reason why my dad did that was to get the money so I could go to college so I wouldn't have to work so hard when we understand why something has been done for us it changes the way we look at the world around us keeping this principle in mind let's look at the event called palm sunday and see why it's so important well there are three reasons the first is this it is a turning point in history it's a turning point in history in fact it's the starting point of a very special time in history A time that we call Holy Week. What's Holy Week? Holy Week is one of the most eventful and profound weeks in human history. Holy Week began on Palm Sunday. It was that last week of Jesus' life. It was a time that all of history was waiting for. The promise of redemption. After a rebellion of a long long time. A time when from the beginning of time man chose to walk away from God to rebel. And yet even in our desire to rebel God's desire to love and redeem was much stronger. And throughout all of the Old Testament history. God promised his people. That no matter how much they rebelled no matter how far they went. That he would find them and he would redeem them. That's what we see uh, on Palm Sunday. We see Jesus entering into Jerusalem to begin the end of Jesus' life and the beginning of ours. Uh, Palm Sunday is about Jesus turning history around. Palm Sunday is about Jesus staring down death for us. When we look at the week of Holy Week uh, that was started on Palm Sunday, uh, we see Holy Monday, which is, uh, we look at it in the church calendar as a day in which um, Jesus went and cleared the temple. Um, it, you know, we always talk about the Bible, the time that Jesus got angry. Because in clearing the temple, he had, was making it clear what the Jews had done with all of the sacred things that God had given them to draw near to him. That they had used and abused their offices. They had taken what was supposed to be holy and turned it into just another way to make money. On Monday we see and we remember that during this week of Holy Week Jesus turned uh, the temple upside down. Number two, uh, Tuesday, is what we call the Olivet Discourse where Jesus kind of repeats again what uh, we see at the beginning of his ministry on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, Wednesday, uh, we remember the time in which Judas first met with the priest and made his deal to sell Jesus out. Monday, Thursday is uh, that time we celebrate of washing each other's feet in the Last Supper, remembering the price that Jesus was going to pay for us. Good Friday represents the six trials that Jesus went through and ultimately his crucifixion. Saturday is a silent day because Jesus is in the grave. And then Sunday is the day that Jesus rose. Interestingly enough people will say well that that timeline doesn't make sense if he was if he was crucified on Friday how is Sunday the third day well and it has to do with the way uh, the Jews would consider days back then uh, because a day would usually begin at sundown so sundown to Friday was one day Friday. Uh, sundown to Saturday was the second day and then Sunday would have been the third day which Jesus rose again Um, what we see in all of that is God working in human history look at um, Matthew chapter 21 we read this as they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage on the Mount of Olives Jesus sent two disciples saying to them Go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her untie them and bring them to me if anyone says anything to you say that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet say to daughter Zion see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. We see that in describing this event, Matthew begins this section by quoting Zechariah because Zechariah was a prophet. And like all the prophets before him, he came to remind them of the great promise that God is involved in human history. That no matter how much we rebel. No matter how much we try to distort. What is going on in this world. God is always in the process of redeeming it. God is always in the process. Of keeping his promises. And so when we. Look at Palm Sunday. One of the things that we see. Palm Sunday. Is about a turning point. In history. It is about a time in which man has rebelled to the point of total depravity and on Palm Sunday we see a new week break forth a week in which God in Christ takes on evil face to face rolls up his sleeves and puts himself in the midst of our depravity and brings forth through his blood our eternal destiny to be with him forever when you think of Palm Sunday I want you to think of what was called D-Day in World War II D-Day was the day that they counted down to the ultimate victory that we would have over the axis of evil. Well it began day one and day one is Palm Sunday. So when you think about Palm Sunday. Just remember it is a turning point in history. Uh, Number two. um, It is the promise of victory. Because what we see on Palm Sunday. Is Jesus riding into Jerusalem. And we call it the triumphal entry. uh, Because everyone came together. And everyone praised him. Because They believed that he was the king who was going to set him free. And he was. But not like they wanted it. Let's look at the verses and see what we see. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt. And placed the cloaks uh, on them for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. While others cut branches from the trees. And spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him. And those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. It was a promise of victory. We see Matthew quoting from Psalm 118, which is an incredible psalm. It is a psalm of the victory that God would bring to his people. Let me just share a few words of that with you. Psalm 118 Beginning in verse 1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Jumping down to verse 8, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust to princes. All the nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord I cut them off. They surround me on every side, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them off. They swarm around me like bees, but they die out as quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. As we go down further. Verse 22, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us. O Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we will be blessed. The Lord is God. He has made his light shine upon us. What we see in those verses is the point that Matthew is making. Palm Sunday is a promise of victory. It's a promise of victory over our anxieties. It's a promise of victory over the things that we fear. Palm Sunday reminds us that God is victorious. That the promises that he makes for us, he will bring to pass. We can trust him. We can trust in the Lord over our troubles, over our concerns, over our obstacles. He brings us the victory over anxieties. He brings us the victory over our frailties, over the things that we can't physically do, over our limitations. God comes as a mighty warrior in our lives. He comes with his mighty right hand and he changes everything for us he comes as a victory over our iniquities he brings us victory over our sins we don't think about just how messed up we are but we are a mess sin distorts everything it distorts who we are and I'm not just saying that as as a pastor listen to the words of uh, Sigmund Freud uh, because when Freud described human beings or human personalities, he said personality is driven by sexual aggression and sexual desires. Or, excuse me, driven by sexual and aggressive desires. Uh, Freud saw human beings as uh, people who uh, were living in this war in their head between the id, the ego, and the superego. The way this prominent psychologist that most of psychology uh, builds its theories upon, he would say to us, we are a hot mess. And yet it's that hot mess that God saves. It's that hot mess that God redeems. It's through the victory of Christ that we have victory even over our iniquities, over our sinfulness. We are unable to do what he is able to do and that is to bring victory. Palm Sunday reminds us that God is involved in history. That he has a place in history. That in every one of our histories he brings a turning point. But in every turning point he brings victory. No matter how put down you feel. No matter how hopeless you feel. No matter how helpless you feel. It's okay. God does for us what we can't do for ourselves. That's why Jesus came. He came to do for us what we could not do because we weren't good enough, we weren't holy enough, we weren't smart enough. Uh, We didn't have um, enough ability to change ourselves. We still don't. It's interesting. You can go to Barnes & Noble or any bookstore and you can go into the self-help aisle and when you go in that aisle, you'll see hundreds of self-help books all containing the wisdom to become successful people the problem is we can't do it because deep down inside of us there's a brokenness Uh, deep down inside of us uh, there's the inability to discipline ourselves to do what we want to do in fact deep down inside of us uh, there's a sinful nature that sabotages even the good things that we want to do God came in Christ. To do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Palm Sunday is about that. It's about God entering history. It's about God bringing victory. Thirdly why is Palm Sunday so important? Uh, Because it's a profound mystery. Uh, Look at what we read. When Jesus entered Jerusalem. The whole city was stirred and asked. Who is this? The crowd answered, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth and Galilee. They didn't know who he was. They they speculated, but the best they came up with is he's a prophet from Nazareth and Galilee. They came together and they celebrated him as he came into the city. They waved their palms and they said, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest and yet what they saw was just a human being a human being who would hopefully rescue them from the Romans they weren't looking at the son of God who was going to rescue them from something more treacherous than the Romans the son of God who was going to rescue them from the treacherousness of their hearts from the treacherousness of their lives. We don't understand the mystery of God. Because God is the one who creates mysteries. God just being who he is. Is a mystery to us. We never understand him. Uh, as we go about doing our thing. And as God goes about doing his. It always looks like a mystery. Because we don't think like he thinks. And so when it's mysterious to us. What he's doing. It's because. Because. In his acting, he creates the mysteries before us. He not only creates them, but he holds the mysteries of life. He holds them, and then he unveils them. This mystery of Palm Sunday is a mystery unveiled. It is Jesus coming forth, yes, as a conquering king, but it became a mystery to them because what they were thinking was not what he was doing. But it's important for us to remember that in the mystery of Palm Sunday, we see the mystery of God. We see the God who creates them and holds them and unveils them. We see the God who unlocks the mysteries of life to us. We see the God who can love people who are so depraved and sinful. And while that's mysterious to us, it's not mysterious to him. We see the God who knows what's going to happen before it even happens. As we saw earlier in the passage, when Jesus said, uh, go and bring me a donkey. And when they ask you, uh, why are you doing this? Just say, uh, our master needs this. And it happened just like he said. Because as we're doing life. We don't see the mystery of what God is doing. But God is bringing it all together. Uh, Palm Sunday is the beginning of a very special week. It is a turning point in history. It is a promise of victory. And it's a profound mystery. And I think that's important for us right now. In the lives that we live. In this time that we live. In the midst of this coronavirus. Because it reminds us that in the mystery of all of what's going on in our not understanding and our not feeling comfortable or not feeling safe, God's at work. This didn't take him by surprise. He knew this before the foundations of the universe and he allowed it for his purposes. We don't have to know what his purposes are we don't have to know the the what's or the how's all we have to know is this God loves us and he works all things to the good for our purposes and I have to tell you I'm frustrated there are times I think God why is this going on the churches are closed but people can go to the state liquor stores I don't get that and yet I have to step back and remember God is a God of mystery I don't have to know what he's doing all the time. I don't have to know how it's going to come together. I do know the why. The why is always the same why. Because God knows what he's doing. And God is God. And he loves us. And whatever he does. Even though I can't understand it. I can know it's happening. Because he loves us. And he knows what he's doing. And he moves the pieces around the board. In ways that we'll never understand. So, when you think about Palm Sunday, three things. It's a turning point in history, it's the beginning of a very special week of incredible events, all for our purpose. It's a promise of victory, that no matter what happens in life, God holds the victory. And it's a profound mystery. It's the mystery. Of how God could become man. And how a God of such majesty. Could put on such humility. Even to the point. Of being beaten and insulted. Whipped and crucified. And it's a mystery of why he would do it. For us. When we never seem to care very much about him. That's why Palm Sunday is such an important day. That's why it matters. And so as you're home uh, watching this, I want you to think about that. As you go through the week and as maybe you feel yourself getting frustrated and you don't understand, just know that God's in history right now with you because history is his story and he's pulling together for his purposes. And no matter what fears you have, he'll bring you victory over them if you just let go. And we don't have to understand the mysteries of God. We just have to know that God loves us. Well, I'm going to go home and see who I can whack with this. Um, Sorry, you don't have your own, but God bless you. Be safe this week and remember that God loves you.